Hey. Hello. How's it going? Pretty good. Oh. Can you hear me okay? I hear you in my ears. Wonderful. Because, uh... <laughs> oh. Talky, talky, talky. Oh my god, a microphone. Yeah. Look at that. You can yeah. talk into a robot penis, too. Hooray. I totally can. It's <laughs> nice and shiny. Guys, you need to practice your NPR voices. So, uh, joining us today on... You gotta get really close. It's it's tea time. I like a spot of tea. I like chamomile with honey. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. You also have to uh, drop all your levels out in post also. Let's let's see how (laughs) Oh boy. There's that sound check. (laughs) Never mind. Welcome back to the RTFB podcast. This is Travis, and after our long winter's nap, we are smack in the middle of a pandemic and ready to start season three. My co-conspirators Chris and other Chris will be back shortly as we get into our next book. At this point, I'm not sure I still need to level set, but in case this is your first listen, I'll remind everyone that RTFB is just like your traditional book club, but, you know, as a podcast, and with a bonus movie review mixed in. We'll read through our book of choice... Then we'll walk through the major plot points together and chat about our thoughts and reactions. Basically, we're a little slower than Wikipedia, but cheaper and most of the time quicker than an audiobook. After we're done reading, we'll split off to watch the movie adaptation and regroup to make comparisons and probably get distracted talking about things that are barely relevant. This season, we are tackling the cult classic Quest for the American Dream vis-a-vis Drug Rampage, Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas by Hunter S. Thompson. With that in mind, let's get back to my chat with the Chris's already in progress. So I feel like it's been a hundred years since I talked to you guys, but it was like like three three weeks. Yeah, it's well, I feel like it was like a month ago. Okay. Yeah. That <laughs> feels about right. Yeah, my my Skype said the last time our last session was like December twenty something. It's crazy, yeah. man. And it's January 20-something. I didn't miss you guys at all. (laughs) Not even a little bit. I wasn't even thinking about it. Oh. I see. Now I'm sad. I got got so much going on. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, that's understandable. Did you see any good movies over the break? Oh, my God. No. Yeah. Yeah. I saw Star Wars. So I, on Christmas, that was the last movie I've seen. I yeah. saw I saw a Star War. <laughs> Did was, you? It was fine. Yeah, a Star War. I saw uh, Parasite last weekend. Oh yeah, how was that? I that know that's was, all nominated. It was really good. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Go see it. I need okay. to put it on my list of like actual good movies yeah. instead of the bullshit I always watch. Yeah. 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 Like I did rent a good movie. We watched uh, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood over the weekend. I like that. That was movie. that was really good. I really enjoyed that. I like yeah. that a lot. Yeah, it was a lot funnier than I expected it to be. I don't know why, but yes, right. <laughs> There's just something about that dynamic they made of the of the characters for Leo and, and Brad. Yes, and just with everything else, just really made it. And I don't know. I read nothing about it. I didn't really know what to expect. Even right. I should have known being a Tarantino movie, but I just love the whole, you think you know where it's going, and then you're reminded that it's not our universe. Right. I just, so. I, I kept waiting for, yeah, that uh, that bit of ultra-violence. Right. Mm-hmm. I was like, mm-hmm. oh, there it is. <laughs> right. I was very satisfied. <laughs> for good like, like, like when the flamethrower came out, that was, <laughs> yes. that was fucking perfect. Yeah. 
That yep. was pretty fantastic. I can't think of a time a, a flamethrower has not been the best part of any movie, but <laughs> yeah, would be hard pressed. Thing I liked more than I should have was just uh, Brad Pitt's dogs, dog food, like yeah. dog food for mean dogs. <laughs> yes, <laughs> that won't come back. Yeah, mm-hmm. pretty great. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, I saw a Star War, and then I got to go be a Star War. Oh my god, I saw that. Yeah. Yeah. it was so cool. I bet that uh, Rise of the Resistance thing pretty cool i don't know what the... <laughs> there's another human being walking around in the kitchen oh. doing things opening doors <laughs> living life whatnot. living the dream and uh for real like i'd do that millennium falcon ride probably a whole day i'm like we're gonna perfect this yeah. shit like <laughs> okay. i give you jobs to do and like you can have six people so you can have two pilots two gunners oh, and wow. two engineers and I got stuck with my stupid family, so I'm like, oh, you guys, no. what the fuck are you doing? Like, Not your family. My mom yeah. and I tried to pilot this, the Millennium Falcon, and you split it up so one person goes left and right, and one person goes up and down, and that just was not working out. <laughs> no. Oh, I see. Get it together. It's like, well, we, we all need to practice do? and do like vocational training and come back and dominate this ride. Build a team for next time. The second time we went through, the boys piloted, and that didn't work much better either. But yeah, <laughs> at least they probably tried harder. Maybe I don't know. It was pretty sweet, though. The yeah, blue so milk. I've even, heard nothing else about it, but it's pretty sweet. Even the blue milk was good. Oh, nice! And for twice the price, you can put rum in it. Oh, Whoa. <laughs> that would make it even better. Yeah, I well maybe. <laughs> we'll never know. I'll never know. It wasn't on my dining plan, so. Oh, oh I see. Yeah. No alcohol. What can you do? Counts as a snack on Disney dining plan, so. Ah, I see. That's unfortunate. <clears throat> yeah. Sad times. They still haven't figured it out. They make a lot more money if they threw alcohol in there. Oh, they make plenty of money. But they want more. <laughs> I know they want all of the money. They make all of the money all the and time. And that's how you can achieve it, is alcohol. <laughs> there were no shortage of alcoholic sales. Like No, but like, you know, put like two drinks a day on your plan. Right. So then if you want more, then you have oh, to pay yeah, full yeah. freight. Right. But no. it's pulling you in, and you're like, well, fuck it. I've already had two, two rum blue milks. Why don't I have two more? <laughs> that's that's probably that... what they're called on the menu, too. Rum blue milks. Rum blue milks. Yeah. 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 Just make it all one word, rum blue milk. That looks Star Wars. <laughs> so, yes, the... uh, that was Samuel L. Jackson's character, right? <laughs> yeah, totally. Rum blue milk with the purple lightsaber. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. Yep. The uh, it was I was bummed out because you know they have different levels of dining plans and whatnot, and we got the mm-hmm. good enough one where it's like you can have one, you know, like food court meal, and then one like sit down meal. And then mm-hmm. a, two snacks a day, but mm-hmm. we ended up with like twenty five snacks left over on the last day. So we're like, got like twenty five Rice Krispie treats and just brought them home. But <laughs> you couldn't make alcohol into a snack, so I was like, "Well, this ruins my plan." <laughs> just missing opportunities, man, <laughs> left and right. Anyway, yep, yep, um, yeah, good times. Good Indeed. times. So we have a new book, right? We do. Oh. I got this this version of it. Oh man! Oh, you got it. You got it already? Yeah. Yeah, I have it too. I got oh. it last year. Man, yeah, I, I guess for for months. I'm behind yeah. the curve. I just have the uh, regular one you get on Amazon. It was like eight bucks or whatever. Yeah, mm-hmm. with the movie with the movie poster cover. Yeah. Well, I was thinking of the uh, the thumbnail. I like having mm-hmm. the interesting covers for that, but no, totally because that will be for the movie. Is the movie poster right? So might as well have it different for the book cover. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I was uh, racking my brain on like a like getting to know you question because mm-hmm. like it's it's the third time like people probably have figured out whether they are generally in alignment. 
<laughs> or they or they just they already just... know us. Right. Yeah. You know. Our That's one the more player. likely thing, yeah. Yeah. More likely they're already married to one of us. Right. <laughs> <laughs> um but I the only thing I thought of, and I'll give you um right of refusal on it, is to tell us a story about a time you got in a spot of bother on a road trip. Or any trip. Bonus if it was drug related. Double bonus Spot if it was also bother. in Vegas. Because, uh, I mean, I've never read this book before or seen the movie. I get the impression yeah, there are spots of bother that they come into. I think there's some major <laughs> spots of bother from what I understand. Generally I am looking forward to finally understanding fully all the references I see on various t-shirts from different properties about being a certain amount of miles out of the city when whatever preferred drug they took started kicking in. <laughs> because I've seen them, like, so my brother has one for Skyrim mm-hmm. and whatnot. And it's like, I was whatever many miles out of Windhelm and blah, blah, blah happened when the skooma kicked in. Shit like that, you know. <laughs> and I've seen him for, like, a bunch of other franchises. And I'm like, I want to finally understand this reference completely. Yeah. I feel like you'll understand it within, like, the first line of the book. I think so, most likely. <laughs> but it will be expounded upon, and I'll be like, Okay, mm-hmm. I get yeah. it now. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. I mean, I haven't had any drug-related spot of bothers, but when I've had old crappy cars, they tend to break down at interesting times and right. for various reasons. And my favorite was coming home from Truman, I think my junior year, sophomore year, and I was like an hour away from home, and my transmission basically just kind of collapsed on itself and died uh-huh. going around a corner oh. and there i was stranded on the side of the road <laughs> and uh-huh. like may with my van loaded with shit Did- and i'm like well i can't get home mom and grandma because my car don't work now <laughs> yeah did the van you already know. have a bottle of ouzo in it or is that a different yes it, still had, it had the ouzo in it by then okay it was probably old ouzo at that point so the notorious double, van ouzo double i lived in that van until the day they came to scrap it so oh, i dumped it out in my grandma's yard that day oh. you know oh. <laughs> but it lived in there for like three years yeah so i feel like i have an inordinate amount of Stories about getting in spots of bother while traveling, especially. Mm-hmm. I also broke down on the way back to Truman one time oh, from uh, uh, visiting my then girlfriend from mm-hmm. all the way down in uh, what you call it, not Columbia, Springfield, Rolla. Yeah, Springfield. Springfield. Is that right? I'm yeah. Not, I'm no longer trusting my memory. Of well, is this places. then That's girlfriend right. your current wife? <laughs> yes. Yes, oh, at Springfield, oh, Springfield, Missouri. Yeah, not yeah. Branson, but almost Branson. I'm like, because if it was somebody else, I don't know, <laughs> but I know that that's where she ended up in school. Yeah, so they Springfield they fucked up my memories when they changed the name of that school to Missouri State. Dude, right? Like, yeah. what the fuck was with that? They had this we already had one of those. built out about Southwest <laughs> Missouri. I'm like, oh, we have to change our name. I'm like, do you? Do you? Does it really improve yeah. your outcomes that much? I don't know. I was, was it worth it? I was driving back very early because I had a Japanese test that day. And mm-hmm. I popped a tire and I'm like calling AAA. And they're like, where are you? I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> I can't find you. I'm either on this are. highway or this highway. Could be anywhere. <laughs> like, well, right. I guess we'll send somebody out. Mm-hmm. Did they find you eventually? No. Oh jeez! No, I just kind of missed that test. Sat in my car, and then some road uh, crew noticed me sitting there. Like, do you like need some help with this? And they changed my tire for me. Wow! Oh, nice. I put my spare on and drove me away, and I drove myself away. Fantastic! And then AAA called me like two hours later. Like, where the hell are you? I'm like, oh, um, I left. <laughs> you forgot to call and cancel. You guys took your sweet ass time. Yeah, it's yeah so. you couldn't find me. Right. Someone else did, and they got the job done. You didn't use my expert instructions. <laughs> I don't know where I am. And then I had to tell Hara Sensei in Japanese that I got a flat tire, and he's like, "Well, okay, you can take the test tomorrow instead." But yeah, yeah, he was pretty good about stuff like that. My Moshiwake's because I'm ascend on that day. <laughs> sure did. <laughs> 
He was like, sure, all right. <laughs> it's I wonder okay. if he's still teaching or not. I don't know. I feel like he probably should have retired by now. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. All I know is that he loved El Vaquero. Just Dude, to who s- didn't love El No, Vaquero. he loved to say the name El Vaquero. Oh, yeah. Because <laughs> it sounds so much like Vaquero. I liked El Vaquero. <laughs> <laughs> it's always a little sketchy, but, I mean, come on. It was like the Mexican restaurant in town. Well, there was and talking people Bell. loved until that. Well, come on. <laughs> but, well, then another one opened up in the in the Fazoli's like our junior year. That one was pretty good. Yeah, <laughs> I had my birthday there that one one time. Yeah. <laughs> there was also that one time that I was in Angers and we went to some random dude's house and they're like, uh-huh. uh huh. At the time, I was known to them as someone who liked pastis, which is you know like a special liqueur from the area. Uh huh. Like you like pastis, drink this. Mystery liquor. <laughs> All right. Oh, no. It was just vodka. I don't know what it was. <laughs> to this day, you have no to idea. To this what day, you... I don't remember much of that evening. I do remember <laughs> someone telling me I was very drunk and had to go home. I was like, okay. How I many miles out of the town were no you idea. in? No idea. <laughs> I'm like, okay, well, I'll just walk home. And like, you will die if you walk home. So get on this moped. Because <laughs> that's even better. <laughs> And That's then an I better idea. remember falling off the moped into the mm. street. And then I remember that Angers has like a police academy and uh-huh. police showed up and were, you know, investigating. And I, I remember you telling me about this. Yeah, very drunkenly and very poorly saying in French that I'm an American student. Uh-huh. And they're like, all right, get this, fucker, get this fucker out of here. I'm like, just take him <laughs> home. Stupid American kid. Here they just be like, oh well, we're putting you in the drunk takes on. <laughs> yep. Tough, tough to be you. Sucks to be you, bud. And then those yes. guys were always yelling at me about breaking their toilet, so I don't know what that <laughs> meant. But... And teasing like, hey, you're so, the ones that gave me unknown alcohol. Teasing your risk me, to take. Because apparently I spent most of the night telling them that I was going to vomir. Oh. <laughs> well. So, good times, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Super fun. Yeah. Super fun. So drugs are bad. Especially drugs drugs that you don't know what they are. Yes. Even if it's just alcohol. Yeah. (sighs) Yeah. I drank a lot in Japan once. Nice. Oh, yes? Yeah. See, we were staying in this uh, sort of... uh, It was was actually the Olympic Youth Center. We watched a, a video about how, like, students can go there and, like, stay there. And uh, they can do all their fun stuff in Tokyo, all their student activities, and like you know, be very well behaved <laughs> while you're there because uh-huh. uh, you know society and whatnot. Right. There are expectations and rules, <laughs> and we live uh, in a society, people. Definitely, definitely, don't be a foreigner and like <laughs> get super drunk there. Yeah. Um, so, uh, like, this is kind of uh an out of the way thing i guess but like no we we uh we drank a lot uh-huh. one night in particular and it bears mentioning that uh uh the bathroom even though it was like i mean it was shared by the floor but we were taking up the entire floor mm-hmm. but the bathroom had particular hours you know it was like like between eight and ten or something Okay. So using using the bath after ten was like a serious no no. Mm. Yeah. But anyway, we were all drinking and I remembered, oh, I have not had my uh my bath tonight. <laughs> so I headed off to the bathroom and uh-huh. I just I remember um a security guy must have been like uh coming to check on like what all the noise was and he just like <laughs> popped his head in the bathroom while I'm sitting on the little uh Japanese bath stool like showering uh-huh. myself mm-hmm. and uh he's just like oh like weird foreign guy with long hair uh <laughs> why are na- you here? naked in the bathroom uh this makes sense carry on <laughs> I guess <laughs> Yep, carry on. It's like I'm just uh, gonna turn around now. Yeah, peace out. Yep, just sort of inclined yep. his head towards the sign marking the hours, just like just so you know. <laughs> over next time, 
No, not okay. even that. I didn't no. even get that little bit of a, a power move. <laughs> he was he was just like, I don't know what to do with this situation. So <laughs> like, I'm just gonna go. Yeah, uh, you 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 know do what you got to do. I guess right. Like I don't even know how to explain this to you. <laughs> so I'm just gonna leave it. And uh, yeah, and awesome. and the next the next morning I. Uh, what uh i puked like basically straight black <laughs> from uh from the spiced rum so that was that was but, a good time but at least you were pretty clean oh man before i was i was so fresh <laughs> yeah did you yeah. do the full on where you did the pre shower and then the bath I, I didn't actually get in the tub because oh. it was not uh, it was not filled at that point. So. I guess that makes sense if yeah. it was after hours. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's it's a missed opportunity. <laughs> but whatever. Yep. Next time. <laughs> Next time. Next time I get super drunk <laughs> and you know bathe in a public place. Yeah. Yeah. There was that. There was that one time we both protested uh, Europe's pay toilet policy in France. Oh yeah. Oh. We're yeah. like, here's a pretty cool chateau, but we both really have to pee, and I'm yeah. not paying mm-hmm. a euro to get in there. So that's right. <laughs> so take that, France. Yeah. What was it's that? Shannon. So. Yeah, Shannon. So. Yeah, with the bridge. It's yeah. Really pretty. Beautiful. I love showing okay. pictures to people. I'm like, and over here is where we all peed. That's right. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> yeah. Good times. <laughs> I, I learned the value of keeping 50 pence on yourself in London <laughs> just yeah. to be safe. Because, uh, of course, the only bathroom you would be able to find would be the pay one. And the one I went to near Westminster, I got lucky. Just they weren't charging. Oh. Hmm. It was just the arms were up, or they just worked. You didn't have to like put your fifty p in. It was I'm like good because otherwise I just do fifty p right here on the floor because I don't have any change because I'm from America and we don't do that shit. Yeah, but in America crap, you pee wherever you want. <laughs> well, yeah, wherever you happen to be is your toilet. I mean, when you gotta go, you gotta go. <laughs> But I learned the value of like, oh, hey, yeah, always have some change on you. It has to be exact. Yeah. It can't be that one pound coin you have or a few other pences. It has to be exactly 50 pence. You can't swipe a card. No. You cannot. I'm like, this is not going to work for me, people. Not going to work. Yes. All right. Different countries, different, different customs. Yes. Europe has a way of reminding me that I'm an idiot. For instance, <laughs> when I was in Angers... My parents mm-hmm. came to visit, and we were going to go to London for the weekend. Mm-hmm. So we took the the train to Paris, and we were going to take the the uh, the under the the channel mm-hmm. train to get yep, to the Eurostar. Yeah, yeah. Um, but you know the thing about France and England is they're two different countries. Oh man! So if yeah, you want to go between them, Indian. you need to have a passport, right? And my passport. I don't know why I didn't even think to bring it, but it stayed on my shelf in my uh, apartment. <laughs> so when I got there, they're like, uh, you can't come in here. I'm like, oh, yeah. I guess I got used to the idea of it being like, you just go wherever. Yeah. I'm I'm already outside the country. Why would I need a passport again? I think, I think slightly later you might not have needed a passport thanks to like the, uh, what, what you call it. There was... There was the European Union, but there was also, uh, yeah. What? Anyway, I'm distracted matter. by cheeses. There was, there was uh, <laughs> there are cheeses here. They are hot. <laughs> there's a whole, there's a whole uh, like collection of European countries that you don't actually have to go through a border check to get to anymore. Oh yeah, yeah. And I'm, I cannot. I'm totally blanking on the, on the name. And they of keep it. making it the Schengen area. Yeah, yeah, that's what I was talking about. Well, you have to check in for one. Right. But yeah, once you do that, like we would, because we're coming from America. Yeah, but he was already but Once in you France, do that, I was you can there. move around within it without he any was, He was already in checks. France. I think, you yeah. know, Brexit now is going to affect that, obviously. Right. But, oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. But, you know, 
So if you were just a little bit later, but not so late, <laughs> then you, then you would have been okay. too late. I would not have mm-hmm. spent the, the the next twenty years being reminded by my dad, like I had to pay for your ticket back to get your stupid passport, and that cost uh, a lot of money. <laughs> what but he could have nice just reminded guy. you to bring it to begin with, and like, hey, Travis, do you have your passport before you left? Yeah, <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. you don't yeah. have it on you at all times. I mean, it would have been smart. I I have my passport right now. I have an expired passport. <laughs> I don't, mine is good. In my drawer, see? Boom. You should get a current passport. Well, I really should. Because yeah. you never know when you need does to that one? Does that one have the chip in it, or is that the one before? No, no chips. Ah, so the old, old ones. Yep. Mine well, has a chip in it. I do have a visa, now. though. Mm-hmm. Oh, Ooh. fancy. And then here's the when I was stamped to go on the train the next day mm-hmm. from nice. my parents. But anyway. <laughs> I was of the school not to keep your passport on you. Yeah, on your trip, but it gets to be complicated because everyone wants to see it now. Yeah. Well, I had so. a I had a student ID, so I was like, that is yeah, close that enough. helped for them especially. <laughs> but like now, if you go as an adult, like I learned like in Israel and that shit, like just keep it because you'd have your little. Anytime you wanted to buy anything, yeah, mm-hmm. and especially to get your uh, VAT tax refund, you yep. had to show them your passport and your, and there your your blue, your little blue card, yeah. your yeah. entry visa, which to like leave that in your passport and just keep it with you. I'm like, well, okay, yeah, yeah, might get stolen, but if it gets stolen, that's what you have the copy for in, in, in your suitcase <laughs> that you go to the embassy with. In Japan, they actually stapled a receipt to my passport. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, yeah. here you go. You're gonna yeah. you're gonna want to be able to prove this. Yeah, yeah. right. Well, because you're technically supposed to. Like a lot of these countries have laws like you have to keep valid identification on you at all times yep. as a foreigner, yeah. and Papers the only valid and identification is your passport, <clears throat> right? Not copies. But they understand people don't want their shit to get stolen either. But right. It's kind of a gray area. The uh, the other way that Europe reminded me I'm stupid is when we were studying there. One of the students was going back to Ireland. And we mm-hmm. helped him load all the shit on a train. Um, mm-hmm. And did you know that trains leave whether you're ready for them to leave or not? <laughs> yes. <laughs> I was vaguely aware of this. And oh, so boy. if you're just helping someone with their bags and you don't get off on time, it leaves with you on there. Oh, and man. Then, oh, fun. Then the conductor comes along and is like, where is your ticket? And we're like, oh, um, we weren't expecting to be on this train. We're like, well, left. you have to buy a more expensive ticket now. Yep. Because yes, you, you missed your window, so yeah. we took yeah. a trip to Le Mans for two hours mm-hmm. because we're stupid and couldn't get off the train fast enough. That's, I mean, that's fun. <laughs> though. I'm sorry. Yeah, did you, go, for a good did story. you go see anything in Le Mans? We or saw you... the train station because we were afraid of missing the train back. Oh, and we maybe went to like a uh, you know boulangerie or something for a snack. Of course, yeah, but you know it was okay. Yeah. Anyway. Anyway, anyway, so so this book, right? Mm-hmm. I feel like they got up to some crazier shit than we did. No, this no? is basically the same level. Like same, <laughs> just he's going to be did like this book come out. Did you know that Vegas, like, you can get do drugs in Vegas? <laughs> Who knew? <laughs> Who knew? I think you can technically do them anywhere as long as you don't get caught. <laughs> <laughs> so, have either of you read this before? No. Never read it, no. No. This will be my first time, and I've never seen the movie either, so... No. Like, basically, my knowledge of this book and movie were, like, that poster you'd see in everyone's dorm room. Oh. Yes. With, I guess, Johnny Depp's face all weird and squishy. Yes. It is. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And, like... I do know that Johnny Depp lived with Hunter S. Thompson for a little while. Yeah, he, like, lived in his basement. Yeah, Yeah. like, the last two years of his life or something. It's pretty crazy. Is he going to be the, the... HST analog in this, or is he the other guy? I think he is. He is. I yeah, he's Ralph that was, Duke. That was that was why he was living with him to like kind of get uh, his like yeah. voice and mannerisms get to and everything. Him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, my version of this book came with a great appendix with all sorts of information about Mister Thompson and this particular mm. book. Mm-hmm. So here's some mm-hmm. fun facts. Okay. So Hunter Stockton Thompson. Yes. Arrested just shy of his high school graduation on delinquency charges. So I, I don't think he ever actually graduated. 
But did acquire a doctorate by mail order. Okay. Okay. Joined the Air Force. Yeah. And then became a freelance journalist. Okay. He was fired from Middletown Daily Record in New York after, I guess, kicking a vending machine. That Mm. seems like it's a summary of a more interesting event. Yeah. Some sort of violent outburst. That seems like, like like, why would you get fired for that? I don't know. Yeah. Zero tolerance policy? I don't Different know. Times. Maybe he wrote it yeah. down somewhere. But I guess we'll <laughs> never know. Never. Uh, so afterwards, he spent time reporting in South America, in Puerto Rico, the Caribbean, Latin America, covering like prostitutes and stuff. Mm-hmm. And bowling. And bowling. <laughs> and bowling. Um, okay. He had some initial success writing an article about the Hell's Angels that became a bestseller. Oh, and that whole thing about started. the Rum Diaries or whatever. I've heard of those things. See, I've seen yeah. that movie, The Rum Diaries. I have not. Is that the one with yeah. DiCaprio or is that the Motorcycle Diaries? Uh, I'm always no, that was that, that was, was also Johnny Depp. What? Yeah, Johnny Depp. Johnny Depp played the Hunter S. Thompson analog in The Rum Diaries as well. Yeah, that's oh. what I thought. That's neat. Yeah. yeah, I read a quote actually a little while ago that was like Johnny Depp uh, would be willing to spend his, the rest of his career just playing Hunter S. Thompson. Hunter S. Thompson. <laughs> Why doesn't he just become Hunter S. Thompson? Maybe, maybe he should. There's an opening. Yeah, there, there's definitely an opening. <laughs> so yes, he was very active in the hippie movement and actually mm-hmm. did some recordings for uh, the uh, Kesey acid tests. Oh, cool. Hmm. So he was connected in with that. That's pretty neat. So this particular book was originally published in 1971 as a two-part article in the Rolling Stone magazine. Oh. Only two parts? Only two parts. Man, magazines were serious back then. Yeah. I know, right? Long parts. Yeah. Um, What happened? (laughs) And how far is this... Decline of advertising. How far is this into Rolling Stone's history, too? If it's 71, when did Rolling Stone start? Probably 10 years, 20 years? I don't know. Maybe just a few years. Phone will tell me. <laughs> Phone will tell you. Phone knows all. But it uh, does know all. But yes, apparently it was um, 1962. Oh, oh, yeah. Almost spot on. So oh, almost yeah. 10 years. Very nice. Basically, the article came out of like an assignment from Sports Illustrated that he mm-hmm. took as like, I need to get some money, so I'm going to cover whatever where you're supposed to... You know, write an article about a motorcycle race in Vegas. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I've seen a lot of different numbers of what this uh, original assignment was. Anywhere from 200 uh, words for a photo essay or 1,500 words of like an article. But he apparently mm-hmm. turned in 15,000 words. <laughs> and Sports Illustrated was like, what the hell is this shit? And <laughs> so he turned that into this article slash book. Yeah. <laughs> um, Allegedly, he wrote about you know his subjective narcotic fueled wild weekend in Vegas, writing it all in an initial draft in an all night drink and drugs frenzy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Although later on they said some people dispute that claim. Like yeah. he was just he was putting on airs, so to speak, I, trying I to simulate. That. Yeah, simulate what a drug induced state might be, but not actually in it because you know sometimes people aren't very productive. Right or in very good, state. very good at like producing language. Right. Yeah. yeah. It's like that time when the South Park guys started doing all those cold medicine drugs to come up with more content. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's written in what they called the Gonzo style, mm-hmm. which I am still unclear if that was a reference to the Muppet Gonzo or if it's just a really good analogy. I feel like he predates Gonzo. What does your phone? I don't know. What does your phone say? <laughs> the origins of Gonzo. Gonzo was around in the sixties, right? Late sixties. I don't know. Origins of Gonzo. Gonzo. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so it was also illustrated. Nope. It says where where does Gonzo come from? The term Gonzo was first used in connection with Hunter S. Thompson oh. by the Boston Globe magazine editor Bill Cardozo in 1970. Cardozo claimed that Gonzo was a South Boston Irish slang describing the last man standing after an all-night drinking marathon. Hmm. 
so who knows? But it seems it's linked to him. So a guy made it up. Some dude yes. like was that is that is what we get from that. Well, all right. But yeah, I still felt reading about it that it was appropriate to describe it as it's you know it's a whatever. Yes. <laughs> Gonzo. This this also says Gonzo the Muppet first showed up in 1970. So they're basically the same age. Basically the, the same. The term time. and the Muppet. Yeah. They're gonna have to fight. No, I think Gonzo's outlived him. He gets the claim. <laughs> yeah, probably. <laughs> yep. Yes. So yeah, um, illustrated by Ralph Stedman, which I was uh, pleasantly surprised to see a lot of crazy pictures in here because mm-hmm. I like crazy mm-hmm. pictures. Yeah. Um, that guy hails from uh, Wales and is still alive. Mm-hmm. Oh, cool. Basically, he's also do championing the Gonzo art style to this day. Mm-hmm. Um, after this was published, uh, he also wrote a f- kind of follow-up, Fear and Loathing on the Campaign Trail, covering mm-hmm. the Nixon-McGovern campaign, which I wonder how much drugs were taken in that one. I don't know. <laughs> Probably not enough, because it's Nixon. <laughs> so yeah, Fear and Loathing on the Campaign Trail, Nixon-McGovern. Uh, mm-hmm. Then he um, went to Aspen and lived there. And called George W. Bush worse than Hitler and ran for sheriff and uh, then committed suicide in 2005 and was shot out of a cannon by Johnny Depp. Yeah. So that's pretty crazy, right? Yeah. 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 I was actually surprised he made it into the W era. I kind of forgotten when that happened. Yeah. I can't even imagine what he'd think about the current administration if. (laughs) Jesus, man. I don't know what anyone would think about the current administration who was. Right. Not living through it, they're like, oh my god. Yeah. Um, so have any of you read any of Hunter M. S. Thompson besides this? No. I think I, I read like uh the free chapter or something of the Rum Diaries and I was oh, intrigued yeah. by it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well <clears throat> I'm already my interest is peaked because I went through and tried to figure out where the uh good breaking point for the pages would be. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Spoiler alert that it's pretty much a two-part thing, just okay. like the magazine article. Divides pretty cleanly in half in about 100 pages each, but like the book has titles such as uh Hideous Music and the Sounds of Shotgun, Rude Vibes on a Saturday Evening in Vegas. Okay. Like mm. the chapter titles are basically little stories on their own, so. Yeah. Uh-huh. Very uh, I'm interested to see what the story behind the titles are at least, but yeah, um, but no, I've never read it either. So I have basically no idea what this is going to be like. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm hoping it's generally palatable. Cause, uh, if we're going to talk about yeah, drug trips and craziness, that could be a bad combo. If it's like difficult to read yeah, and fucking crazy. So I wouldn't expect it to be difficult to read. Okay. I think uh, he's he's actually a very solid writer. Like I said, from you know, from the from the so many pages that I've read, yeah. Mm-hmm. The 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 um the Sam's sampler dish you got. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. Um. So the movie didn't come out until 1998, but mm-hmm. I was also pleased to see it was directed by Terry Gilliam. I guess I never realized that. Yep. Oh, so I'm 100% yeah, no, on board right. for that. Absolutely. Okay. And in retrospect, makes a lot of sense. If you're going to make a movie about a drug trip, probably want to get Terry Gilliam to do it. Yeah. <laughs> right. Um, it was arguably a box office bomb, though, at the time. Like, grossed uh, just under $14 million on a $19 million budget. Oh. So close. Um, yeah. Known film idiot Roger Ebert gave it one out of four stars. <laughs> <laughs> and it's still sitting at a 49% on Rotten Tomatoes. But it sounds like a strong opinion of Roger Ebert yeah. there. <laughs> Roger Ebert, occasionally, he was the blind <laughs> pig finding an acorn. But a lot of times, uh-huh. I'm like, which movie did you see? Like, right. I don't get it. <laughs> a lot of times that he would come back. Well, not a lot of times. Occasionally, it felt like he'd come back and be like, oh, okay, I was wrong before. I was just in a rush to review it, but... Yeah. <laughs> anyway, but yeah, I feel like uh, it's one of these things where the critics were not super into it, but 
probably cult mm-hmm. cult status has been achieved since then. So yep, right. Um, I'm sure my What's wife that? is going to hate it, but people like drugs <laughs> and people who like drugs like watching movies while they're on drugs. No, you're kidding. That doesn't sound like people. Oh, <laughs> wait, you don't think Danielle's going to list this as one of her favorite movies well, I mean, of all time? I'm ready to be surprised, but okay, <laughs> she does not abide by um, flights of fancy that much. Oh, ah. so no, yes, I, I think, is, yes, I think okay. she'll be disappointed. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't know if it's going to hold her attention. Well, mm. I did scan the illustrations to see if there's any male nudity, but it doesn't look like <laughs> no. the kind of any... she's going to be into. Are there any dukes? There could be. At least someone called a okay. duke, maybe. That's true. We will find out. Never know. So anyway, uh, expectations, preliminary thoughts, preliminary fears gonna be weird and trippy yeah fair and that's that's all i can really say that i think about it i'm sure the book will be fine and the movie i'm just open to whatever it is yeah i'm i'm looking forward to it yeah i'm i'm uh yeah i have high hopes i agree if if nothing else i'm going to really enjoy the movie so right i'm ready to enjoy the movie do it <laughs> awesome because i haven't seen one of his that i've not liked so terry gilliam yeah no yes no, no johnny depp everything johnny depp makes everything johnny depp makes everything, everything johnny depp everything. all the pirates movies oh man hey those are all national treasures my friend those are fan- all gems. fantastic beasts <laughs> and where to find them when he just poked his head in for no reason oh man yeah he elevated well, he the movie. more in the next one. Yeah. <laughs> he actually looks. He's actually okay as a weirdly albino-y blonde magician guy. <laughs> and he's still better as Jack Sparrow, but yeah. you know, yeah. What can you do? So yeah, it looks like the book divides pretty cleanly in half. So I say, for your first reading assignment, read part one. Okay. In my version, that takes you to page ninety-six. Okay. That'll take no time. So we'll oh, talk again. Take me a month tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> <clears throat> so, um, do you guys have anything else that's good? No, just recovering from the cold. Recovering from the cold. Taking medicines. Yeah. Having a birthday. It's recovered yeah. all. Yeah. So. I already mentioned Parasite. I don't really have anything else to say. Oh, you front-loaded yeah. it. Yeah. Maybe see that 1917 movie. That was nominated, too. That's supposed to be pretty good. I have zero interest in it. <laughs> I'm trying, well, I'm trying to see as many of the nominees as I can. That's a valiant uh, effort. It usually is. Yeah. I like to at least get half. Yeah. So that I know what they're talking about. I think... <laughs> I think I managed what? to get half this year without really trying. Like I don't even know what all the nominees are. I didn't. I know I didn't I've seen see, Joker. I didn't see 1917, and I didn't I see um, uh, Ford v Ferrari. No, and I, I didn't see that. I either. wanted to see that. I did too. Because I I know the story, but uh, yeah, I didn't okay, get Okay, so out of these nominees for best picture, I have seen. Exactly two, hmm. Joker oh. and Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Oh. I have not seen 1917, nor Ford vs. Ferrari, nor Parasite, nor The Irishman, nor Little Women, nor Jojo Rabbit, nor Marriage Story. Oh. Um, Some of these I can see easily beforehand. Yeah. yeah. I'm, uh, I'm with you, Chris. I saw Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. I saw Joker. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, my wife saw Little Women mm-hmm. and Marriage Story. Okay, I want to see Jojo Rabbit and Parasite. I don't want to see The Irishman. I don't really either. It's like I've seen plenty of World War One movies. I don't feel any need to see 1917. See, I was I was intrigued by like they tried to make it look like one continuous shot or something. Yeah, yeah, and uh, I don't know, just for the like technicality of it, I guess I'm kind of interested. But yeah, fair enough. And Ford v Ferrari, I would probably watch, but I wouldn't seek it out. So, mm. Mm. it was all right. Yeah, 
But man, that's Star War. Oh, oh, that's Star War. <laughs> I'm glad we're done I for like a while. It. People, yeah. other people don't. But yeah. I will agree with you there. I am glad we're kind of. It, it was can fine. take a break from the Star Wars train. For it was. A it's one of those things that like I like the movies when I'm watching them, but when you stop and think about it, you're like, oh well, what the hell? <laughs> what was that whole thing like? You have no parents. They're nobody except the actually. Well, hey, that was to lead you astray. Yeah. It's all smoke and mirrors, man. Well, I guess. you know, it would have been it would have been better if J.J. Abrams <clears throat> like yes and it instead of no butting, but you know, yeah. or just did the whole thing. Yeah, didn't <laughs> just have had the, one director. Who for was the, whole the guy thing? in the middle? Ryan Johnson. I mean, you had the same guy for yeah. two or three. Why not? Ryan why not Johnson. Why just make it work for all of them? I thought it was taking it in an interesting place, and they're like, no, 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 no. Remember, it's Disney now, so yeah, marketability yeah. is the key. But I, I yes. feel like he wanted to do more with it, but they were kind of like, nah. Yeah, and especially. Oh, I'm sure that's exactly what happened. Especially after I saw Knives Out, I'm like, whoa, this guy is actually like good at writing and directing movies. What the fuck? Knives yeah. Out should be Disney. on the Best Picture nomination instead of The Irishman. I said it. It, it should. Okay. I, I, I think it should it, so. at least be nominated for screenplay. Is it? Yes. Because I haven't looked. Okay. Yeah, no, it definitely know. should be. I love to check. I think it was for original screenplay. It definitely should be. Mm-hmm. Uh, Oscar. Oscar. Oscars. Yeah, it's on there. All right. Although yeah. I Parasite is also, so I bet. Yes. And Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. So, Mm -hmm. anyway, yes, that was a delight of a movie. Yeah, way way funnier than I expected it to be. Mm Mm-hmm. And uh, it was very very delightful. One of the few whodunit movies I can think of where they're like, "Well, it was her," or whoever, right right in the middle. They just they just get it right out. Here's here's exactly what happened. Yeah. (laughs) So, that's pretty cool. Um, Good deal. The one thing I was going to bring up for what else is good is on the way out of Whoa. on the way out of Seattle, I picked up these books from the Sub Pop Shop. Uh huh. Oh yeah. Uh-huh. These thirty three and a third little books. Uh huh. Okay. Basically, what I've discovered is that there are a uh, series of books. There's like uh, at least a hundred and twenty of them, where they mm-hmm. just are like in depth essays about different albums. Okay. Oh. So I picked up one about um, Abba Gold. Okay. Because we just watched, you know, Mamma Mia the night before. Um, (laughs) And I got this one about the original Mario Brothers soundtrack. Nice. Mm -hmm. So they're both really interesting and completely different because the Abba Gold one is basically just this lady talking about how Abba's neat. And uh, Abba Gold's one of the few best of soundtracks that's like its own album on its own rights. Mm. Uh Uh-huh. Uh, although it did bring up some interesting points about how they went in and out of fashion from the disco era and then came back strong in the 90s, partially yes. in part to like Erasure and Nirvana and U2 covering them and stuff. But mm-hmm. that was more just kind of like fangirl. But this Mario Brothers one like kind of went into a level of music theory that I'm not equipped to understand, but <laughs> diagramming, you know, the different types of techniques he had to use to do basically a chiptune soundtrack and make it sound orchestrated when you have like three lines of notes you can play yep, Mm -hmm. and whatnot. So it was really, really interesting and especially talked about, you know, how they broke up the, the repeated parts and simulated more full sounds and like use the same motifs, but slightly inverted when you go underground versus overworld is that one in particular, I'd recommend the, Super Mario Brothers soundtrack by Andrew Schwartzman. That was a great one. Nice. But they have all sorts of stuff in this thing. Uh, Basically, any really popular album you could probably find in here and read more about. And they're all written by different people, so... Hmm. Cool. Very interesting. A neat thing to dig into more, but... uh, The web page for it. 333sound.com And... uh, this one, I don't know if it's still an ongoing thing, but it was from like 2004. So, hmm. so the ABBA one hadn't, Mamma Mia hadn't even come out yet. I kept waiting for them to talk about how awesome that movie was, but no, <laughs> now we know why. No, that was the third wave. It, it didn't exist. The they third, were just talking yeah, the like, third wave. They're they're experiencing some success with this Broadway play, Mamma Mia, now, but 
Mm. Like, oh, oh boy. <laughs> Just wait. Yeah. Just wait until Pierce Brosnan breathes life back into this franchise. <laughs> and Amanda Seyfried. <laughs> Come on. Yeah. Anyway. Can't forget her. All right. Well, <laughs> any last thoughts before I hit stop on this here recorder? None for me. Who no. thinks anymore? I don't know. <laughs> Not me. Where Not are me at the moment? Where are those happy times? <laughs> they seem so far away. <laughs> <laughs> and cut. Okay, that was our session for today. As a reminder, if you're planning on reading along, your assignment is to read all of part one before picking up next time. As always, when I listen back to these recordings during the editing process, I tend to cringe a little bit, hearing all the things I misstated or that didn't come out quite right. With that in mind, now it's time for a few on-second thoughts. Listening back to my stories of ineptitude, I feel like I owe some pointed apologies. To AAA, sorry for not calling back. It was dumb of me not knowing what highway I was on, but it was dumber of me not letting you know I didn't need help anymore. And a thank you to helpful roadwork guys. Thanks for taking pity on a hapless guy who probably would have just sat on the side of the road until AAA called back that evening saying they couldn't find me. And to those random French guys, I don't really remember any of your names, but I'm sorry if I ruined your toilet, or drank all of your expensive mystery alcohol, or got you in trouble with the cops falling off your moped. Also, I think I botched those Alba lyrics back there. Today's episode was hammered out in a drug-fueled drinks frenzy by Chris Chris Ham, Chris Other Chris Jacobson, edited by me, Travis Rowan, sponsored by The Fabulous Sands Casino in Las Vegas, home of the Rat Pack and beloved backdrop of the original Ocean's Eleven, a classic film in an even classier location. Haters will say we closed in 1996, but we say haters can go fuck themselves. Until next time, keep fucking reading. But yep. it, it reminded me we didn't talk about the important birthday. Happy birthday, Neil Diamond, 79 today. Oh, wow. Way to go. You did Good it. for him. Happy birthday, Neil. <laughs> <laughs> and then in a couple of days, Chris Ham's birthday. Yep. <laughs> <Woo>! Sunday. <laughs> Sunday officially. officially. All right. Woo! Doing party tomorrow so I can get some crappy white Russians at Dave and Buster's, get my ski ball on. Absolutely. <laughs> Yep. There's never a crappy white Russian. There are only <laughs> that's, that's varying true. grades of awesome. <laughs> <laughs>